Welcome to the world of Rex. I am Marvel A. Rex, and this is my world. It is also your world. In this podcast, we will discuss any and every topic imaginable, from socioeconomic political theory and philosophy to gender clowning to the occult sciences, y'all. It's going to be a wild ride. Strap in. Marvel A Rex. Well, I am a true Renaissance person. I do a little bit of everything. I am an artist, first and foremost, an actor, a writer, director, producer, philosopher, and yes, a cult practitioner. I am an astrologer of over 15 years. I am a student of the I Ching, and I am experimenting with my human design. And on that note, I deeply hope you enjoy this podcast. Welcome to the world of Rex. Welcome to episode two of the World of Rex. I am elated to be here. It is the week of March 7th to March 14th. I'm going to be doing the weekly vibe check for everybody in very accessible language. And uh, before I dive in, I do want to remind you all to reach out to me, connect with me on uh, my website, marvelarex.com. That's M-A-R-V-A-L-A-R-E-X.com. If you want to get a reading, a one-on-one session with me, I work with a variety of modalities, mostly astrology, but would love to connect with you there, learn more about you, and um, work together. Okay, so March 7th to the 14th, we're going to dive in. I want to talk a little bit about March in general. So I mean this every year. I'm talking about March every single year of our lives. What is sort of an archetypal cornerstone of March? Well, it is the transitional period of late winter into early spring. So the vernal equinox happens on March 20th every year. Uh, Well, right around that time. And this is a very powerful time because it signifies a seasonal change. We know from pagan... Uh, practices, pagan histories, that obviously all the transformation, the seasonal transformations are really powerful moments that are celebrated through very, like, ingrained rituals. You have Samhain, you have Beltane, you have all these really powerful moments of celebrating, like, hey, it's summer, hey, it's fall, hey, it's winter. So right now we're at the end, we're at a transitional or mutable moment where winter is basically dying off and this is this vernal moment, this vernal equinox moment is the rebirth. So this is every March of every year. So in some ways, collectively, we are at the end of a series of of deaths, Um, little deaths, psychological deaths, psychic deaths. There is inspiration, interestingly, in this moment in March. There is underneath the sort of acceptance of the limitation of winter, especially for folks who live in really cold climates where winter is very real. I, you know, I'm, I'm living here in Los Angeles where winter is, is not that real. It's uh, a lot. It's like a lot of things in LA. It's a simulacrum or something. Um, it doesn't get too cold, but it, for those who live on the East coast, you know, Aquarius season or, uh, you know, January, December, uh, December, January, February period is, is really challenging often. 
just because of the elements. So here in March, we are at this transition point into like we can see glimpses of spring. Now, what this does for us on a psychic level is that we start to be we start to feel inspired. There is actually potential in March for inspiration, for seeing how something can be new. Once we hit March 20th, the vernal equinox, there's going to be a lot of forward momentum that's going to really ratchet up into the April, May moment of this year, which is a profound moment in 2022. In 2022, as I said in the first episode, April and May are hot points of the year um, energetically. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about that, but just know that March is kind of a lead up and there are these glimpses of like, ooh, this is the new thing that I'm going to be doing. It is very dreamy. There is a dreamlike quality to this inspiration. And often March feels a little bit like it is a transition month, right? It's a transition month from seasons, but it's also... Um, just from an astrological point of view, we are transitioning from a sign that is considered to be otherworldly into a sign that is very much on the material plane. So here we are in March. We have an opportunity this week actually beginning. Um, we're coming off of a, a brand new energy that happened. We had a new moon last week. And so here we are on March 7th. And we're actually going to start to see some of the physical glimpses of a dream coming up for each and every one one of us. So whatever happened for you last week that felt big, if there was a big change or if there was even a subtle change or an emotional change where you were just like, ooh, something feels different, this week coming up, March 7th to the 14th, there's going to be even more obvious signposts of the physical ramifications of the change. Now this is, the interesting thing about a dream is that dreams can be really beautiful. They are what fuel arts and, and artistry. Um, so this is a very artistic time or the idea, the time to be thinking about ideas around artistic pursuits, but the other side of dreaminess is delusion or fantasy or flights of fancy, things that are not quite real, right? A dream is not real yet. That's, that's actually the distinction. (laughs) So when you're saying I'm dreaming about doing this or this is the person I dream to be, you are not there yet. So I also want to give everyone permission this month and and even this week, you will start to see tangible moments, but really in March, we're not there yet. April and May, things become very, very real. They will then be even more highlighted in October and November. But right now, we're sort of like eking our way out of a series of deaths that really, you know, took place in the wintertime. And we're getting tiny little signs alongside a lot of dreamy energy of like, ooh, what is the next new physical manifest thing? But it's still a very dream-laden moment for us. So I'm giving you permission, you know, you don't need my permission, but I'm giving you total art, like archetypal energetic permission to dream and be dreamy. Watch out for the other side, which is delusions or thinking like everything's great, rose-colored glasses kind of an energy. That's going to be really strong right now. 2022 as a year is so intense to me because this year, in terms of the Piscean or dreamy energy, this year is the only year for our entire lifetimes where we're going to have this concentrated of a dreamy energy, which can, on the enlightened side, can be like incredible works of art and incredible creations in your life where you really free yourself. You discover something that like opens up parallel universes and you can see things from a parallaxical or multivalent way. You can see your life in a way that feels so big and so beautiful and boundless. And there's so much love available in March 
or that can carry us throughout the year. The opposite side is that this year also with this pileup in Pisces can be like delusions, illusions, thinking that things are just like thinking that you've got the answer or that you've hit gold and then you find out it's fool's gold. So that's the flip side. And and I mentioned this in the first episode that there's uh, I mentioned addiction and I will be talking about this with a few guests coming up. But Pisces is also a sign archetypally known for addiction. Um, it is very much it rules uh, places of isolation, feeling isolated through um, sort of self undoing and Addiction is a way of a really powerful mode of self undoing and that leads to isolation ultimately. So that's also very available this year and very available in March because that's where all these planets are. They're all in Pisces. And from a human design point of view, I'm going to offer another energy that has to do right now with, with so that's actually going to help mitigate some of this dreamy energy. And it's available all week um, and actually for a lot of the month. It's the idea, again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but that's the energy right now. It's, it's the, the uh, idea of limitation, and it's also called acceptance. Now, the interesting thing, I'm going to read a little bit um, of what human design says about gate 60, which is the energy that's really, really present this week. The acceptance of limitation is the first step in transcendence. It is the space between where mutation takes place. Mutation is released in limited amounts. So I'm going to bring this back a little bit to what I said about us being in a transition point from winter to spring. There's glimpses of, of a dream. There's glimpses of hope. You're like, oh, I see things. I mean, for us on a collective level, masks are coming off in the U.S. Um, we are starting to be able to congregate. It's like glimpses of hope, of a dream of like, oh, my God, this is going to feel so good. And also... There's an energy that's guiding it that's actually helping, I think, mitigate some of the disastrous qualities of, of the dream world. You know, going too far deep into the dream or the rabbit hole. When you go too deep into the rabbit hole, you lose yourself. The mitigating energy is this energy of limitation. So it's talking about mutations in bursts. So what do I mean by this? I'm going to try to take it down from how heady of a level I'm being right now. There's a really strong desire for expansion right now to lean into the dream to have something bigger to have something better that's all good and what this energy is saying is to also do that expansion through limitation there's so much um the wisdom is so clear to me as i read around all the studies that i do they are constantly saying that the we we often we have a limitation in our life and we want to get rid of it and then we don't have a, a game plan for what happens once we get rid of that limitation. The the true, I think one of the true most humbling realities of our phenomenological existence as human beings is that we think we just want no limitations. We want to be free. We don't want anyone to tell us what to do. That's a very American thing as well, right? Like no one's going to tell us what to do. Well, the energy here is actually like the limitation. If you try to break free of a limitation and you don't have another limit or another vessel to fall into or to jump into you're going to free fall forever and that's where things get really really out of balance as i said in the first episode this year is all about limitation and it's but but this is the difference this energy available in march is like okay you have dreams you have artistic pursuits you have ways in which you want to expand spiritually in which ways in which you want to you know treat your body better these are all very 
um, strong themes available in March around healing, healing spiritually, healing psychically, healing physically, healing through a dream. Okay, that's all good that you want all that. That's amazing. You're getting glimpses of it at the top of March. But now, what 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 container, what limitation, because a container is a limit, it's a vessel, it has walls in some way, even if it's psychic walls, what limitations are you setting in your life so that you can build towards this dream? That's the mitigating energy or the balancing energy of this moment. It's really great. I'm glad that it's happening simultaneously. Okay, I'm speaking a little bit more to Mars and Venus and Aquarius for all those who are curious and, and um, uh, the late degree Capricorn energies as well. Pluto being there. So that's good that this energy is all happening together. March 7th through March 14th, keep your eyes out, especially on Monday, Tuesday. There's going to be moments of surprise available where things you'll, you'll actually potentially experience tangible events in your life where you start to see, okay, this is the new direction. But again, we're not going to be cooking with gas until right around this vernal equinox, um, March 20th. So this couple weeks heading up to March 20th, we're in this, um, it, I think it's a really great time to meditate, to slow down, to get really quiet. Uh, Pisces is the archetypal loner. So this isn't a great time to spend time by yourself um, in the water, preferably, but in a bath or a shower. But regardless, taking time to yourself to just write down your dream or speak aloud your dream to another person or a dream you have in your life where you're like, this isn't reality yet, but I really desire this. Getting in touch with your desires right now in this first week of March will help you get more clear and be able to consciously see the tangible things that are happening and developing this week. Um, I actually really like this week. I don't think that there's too much dramatic energy um, okay, wait for some messages of people being like, it was really dramatic. I see this more as like a, um, a lackadaisical, even like it's still a very floaty, uh, dreamy spiritual energy. That's really beautiful. It's kind of a nice respite, especially before April and May. So just soak up the good vibes, anything. This isn't really a time to be super, super, um, organized truthfully, all through March, it's actually going to be more beneficial to take non-linear approaches, take time out for naps, take time to like actually go and sit in a park and daydream. There's um, a lot of psychic energy available. Um, I wanted to mention as well, just from my own life, I did this on a whim and I didn't actually really call it forth consciously, but I did a craniosacral therapy session that I, you know, believe it or not, as woo-woo as I probably sound to a lot of you, I, de- I generally don't seek these things out. I don't, I'm not like, oh, I really want to go get Reiki. Like, I'm not that guy. I'm like, especially when it comes to my body as a trans person, as somebody who's been a, a gender uh, vacationer my whole life and has been, you know, um, oppressed because of my, of my gender expression, I tend to like, I think, uh, skirt away from being in my body sometimes. So these kinds of like deep psychic healing methodologies around getting into your body and healing trauma from the body point is not as accessible to me as like talk therapy. It's easier for me often to talk about my problems and conceptualize them than it is for me to really feel them in the body. But this month in March, oh my God, March is perfect for doing embodied somatic healing. I'm going to bring a guest on who's going to talk about that. I'm super excited. 
for that. But just know that that's available in March. And I did my craniosacral therapy on a whim during this period of time already. And I had a completely mind-blowing experience that I did not anticipate. Like really, I'm a pretty open-minded person, I feel. And I went in with not, not a ton of expectations, but was completely shook by the experience of how deep how deep the trauma was in my body and how it um actually visually manifested like a, like in hallucinations coming out and just to clarify like or to 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 double down the trauma in the body is so much more powerful than like speaking the trauma aloud to a therapist so I'm bringing that up because this is really March is a time of the year where we need to actually be letting go and surrendering to the pain that we feel there's a lot of pain in the world right now there is parts of the world that people are deeply deeply trapped in a nest of pain there are people who believe that what they are doing is correct um, causing other people pain and they are also in pain right so this is um this is the time of the year to, to actually let yourself feel I mean, I mean that really profoundly. Let yourself cry. Pisces is definitely one of the water signs. Uh, all water signs need to cry. I think Scorpios kind of <laughs> uh, try to shy away from the crying game. But uh, Cancers and Pisces definitely need to be letting that and, and generally do let that energy out. So we archetypally right now are here to let the tears out, to let ourselves grieve, to feel it in the body, to let yourself cry so hard you're shaking. This is a really good time for that. Um, I just had that experience and it was really profound. So I'm grateful for that. By the time we hit March 20th, which I'm kind of jumping ahead to next week, um, we will be in a much, it's going to be a much more warrior mentality. So this is, this is time to just like dream, feel, cry, take the week. I mean, if you can take a day off this week or at least take some time to yourself in the morning or the evening to, to be still and practice stillness, I really fundamentally believe that there's a lot of um like psychic energy available to you that would will help you have non-linear realizations non-logical realizations about your life and what healing you need to do this week um again really great to be taking care of your body especially at the top of the week with we have a kind of a, a hard intro may um monday and tuesday is a little bit of a, a wild intro i think it's going to be great but it's there's going to be some surprises at the top of the week that we're all going to have to integrate in some area of our lives. So keeping that in mind. Again, this whole idea about having a limitation, um, having creating limits in your life so that the dreams you have can become manifest. You actually really cannot manifest a dream without limitation. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but that's the exact medicine of the sky right now. I'm looking at these charts and I'm looking at the human design and I'm like, wow, it really is profoundly yin and yang in the sense that you've got this big dreamy, like let's do everything, no limitations kind of an energy simultaneously with kind of an old guard energy that's like, hey, we have to do this with like a rule book. There needs to be some rules here. And this also needs to be like sustainable for the long term and for the collective. There's a really strong emphasis on like building community um, for the next couple of years, which we need very, very much so. Um, right around March 13th, it's going to be the end of the week. We have a really, I mean, the dream is going to feel really big. We have um, 
this is potentially the dreamiest or even most hazy time of the year. Um, it could be the haziest day of the year, March 13th. Um, really great week for all the artists who are listening to this podcast, people who make art, people who create their own work, even entrepreneurs who create their own business. This is a really inspired time. Uh, I love this. I just, the only caveat I want to say is that it's in, intensely inspired. You could make your masterwork or even think up your masterwork right now or, or dream about your masterwork. Dreams are really powerful, like actually sleeping and having dreams where you figure something out profoundly about your practice or your process. The only caveat is that you have to, it, this is not the week to like have the realization and then jump into action of like, I'm going to do it this way and then blah, 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 you know, running off to the races. This is just the week to sit with the dream. Like if I could give any advice for this week, it would be make your, give yourself space to have realizations through nonlinear and non-logical ways. So meditation, dreaming, dream journaling, going on a walk and just listening to your headphones, like doing things that are maybe even out of your routine, but are inspiring and calming and tranquil. If a big realization comes to you this week, or if you start to glimmer a, a speck of hope for the future, for a desire that you have, just sit in the awe of it. Be like, wow, cool. That's really great. That sounds awesome. I'll give an example from my own life. I was in the middle of doing something entirely mundane, was like washing dishes, and I all of a sudden saw a sculptural body of work. Like I just saw it as I was washing dishes. And I, you know, my background is actually sculpture way, way, way back before I did performing arts, before I did acting, before I did anything on screen. I spent years in a ceramics lab. I worked with heavy, I worked with large metals, um, welding, etc. And I love, I have a really erotic relationship to materials. I, I'm using that word very specifically erotic. Like I find clay erotic. I find metal, working with metal erotic. Like there's something very sensual to me about the process it's just like a total miracle to me. And as a sculpture sculptor, obviously I was, you know, I think all sculptors feel in some way very charged about their materials. So I saw this, I was washing the dishes and I saw this body of work and it popped up out of nowhere, right? Like nonlinear came out like, like a flash in a pan. Right. And I immediately rushed to Home Depot to get materials. I haven't done sculpture in a minute. Like it's really been a while. <laughs> It's been years, actually, since I've worked with like, I mean, I've worked with clay a little bit here and there in performances, but not in a way where I'm firing the work and doing all the the, the granular processes of making a sculpture. And I started, I rushed off classic um, <laughs> manifest generating for all the human design people, just ran off to make this thing happen. And I realized when I got home a couple of days later, I'm like, oh, I actually, I, I, it might be good that I got those materials, but I'm not actually sure yet what how I'm going to make this. So I rushed and did the thing. I'm going to, I'm giving you that almost as a warning, as an example of like what not to do this week. Don't rush off to Home Depot, the proverbial Home Depot for your life, right? For you, it's going to be something different. It'll be like you're doing something and you'll have a realization about how a relationship needs to change or, you know, oh my God, I need to talk to this person. Well, this week you might feel really compul com compelled to take action and the action could be really enlightened but also with all this dreamy energy, it's a good idea to sit with it for a couple of days, to really sit with the dream. 
and just let it just be kind of in the the magic of it. This is a really magical time of the year, but it's not a super yang or um, assertive time of the year. It's not necessarily a time of the year to be like, I'm going to bust out my to-do list and really crack away at it. It's more like preparing for this springtime that's being born, at least in the northern hemisphere. So that's really this week. I want to continue to emphasize how important it is. I said this in the first episode, how important it is to be mindful of what you are putting into your body, what you are eating right around this time, especially we are in like a, what I call like a, a health phase in the, in the year, March and, um, September, both, um, it's more like February, March, and then, um, August, September are really powerful times to get really conscious about your health, your mental health, which is really tied into your physical health. So again, how you're taking care of the physical body and how that's um, impacting your mental health. So again, like cane sugar, cutting down on things that like spike, you know, spike your um, blood sugar and, and really trying to be a little bit more like, again, the energy coming in around limitation and creating limitation on your diet will be huge. Um, I know a few people, a few of my friends and, and even mentors who go on a fast right around the uh, vernal equinox as a way to reset for the start of the year because at least in um, Western astrology, the start of the year actually is not January 1st. It is always March 20th. It is always the vernal equinox whenever that day falls. Um, so that's the, we're really coming into the new year. So I want you to know it's a beautiful time to cleanse your body, cleanse your mental health, take it slow, meditate, try to like release. This is so, this March time until the 20th is like letting it go, letting go of the baggage. That's going to actually allow more, um, inspired realizations to happen as you're letting things go. You'll be lighter on your feet. Um, but the purging process often feels really heavy and just know that we are kind of entering into with that March 20th time period, we're entering through the birth canal and we're going to come out the other side and there's going to be a lot of fire available to us. March all the way through to like mid June, it's going to be so intense. I just want you all to know, like if, if I'm going to use a metaphor here of the roller coaster, we're clicking, click, 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 click. We're clicking up the roller coaster right to that top point before the roller coaster flies down march is like just a nice steady click a nice steady click but as as the cart is clicking up to the top you need to be letting stuff out of that cart you gotta be like breathing it out crying it out like lightening your load that can be actually like doing the spring cleaning which is very cliche but very powerful work doing the actual physical purging, but also the psychic, the psychic purging, and then calling the dream in and really clarifying like, what is, who is my dream lover? Who is my dream partner? Who is my, what is my dream masterwork? What is my like dream artistic or collaborative project? What is my dream job? This is a great time for all of that because there's so much supportive energy for the dream. And yet we're just clicking up the roller coaster. We are not on the ride yet. Okay. The ride is coming 
I would say one soft date, a really soft opening is March 20th. A much, much harder opening is going to be April 15th to April 30th, okay? Um, and then we're going to be rolling on that roller coaster all the way through May, June. And we'll be coming back down to a kind of calmer place by July and reassessing what ride we just went on. So just keep that in mind that this week in particular is just a time to like release, surrender, let go of some baggage, dream, um, be really mindful about overindulgence. There's so much energy in here around addiction and overindulgence. It's, it, I, I'm really grateful that there's a limitation energy co-present because if we didn't have that limitation energy co-present, <laughs> this is like just getting caught in a fever dream um, and going way too far down the rabbit hole. So, you know, slow yourself down. It'll help you not... Um, believe everything that you're thinking right now because the thoughts are going to be a little interesting a little muddy um but also extremely um I think they're exciting in the sense of like this is the energy of like Shakespeare like it's so flowery and like wild and verbose and great like just like let's make it like big and like over the top you know this is almost like dada art like the art that you're just like what they did that that's crazy that's the energy available and also like let's click up the roller coaster and not fly off the roller coaster like let's keep in let's have some sort of um limitation in our life while we're going there so that we don't fall off the cart basically wow okay so that is the week ahead um my favorite day, if I was to give you a favorite day of the week, um, a day that I think is potentially like the most powerful or where there's a lot of really, I'm going to give you a day where you can manifest, a really powerful day to manifest. I really love, it is Monday, I believe. Let me take a peek at her really quick. I love Monday. I mean, I want you to, I'm going to give you a little insight into who I am as a person. Um, when I took the uh, ocean test, you guys can look up the ocean test. It's O-C-E-A-N in capital letters, ocean test. It, it, it's a personality test that some psychologists developed. I got like 95th percentile or 99th percentile in openness to experience. Openness to experience. So I like kind of wild experiences. Like I'm open to trying something basically. I have a very high degree of openness to, you know, jumping out of a plane or like, going like deep sea scuba dive. like I'm, I'm open to trying it like even if I'm scared I'm like oh I'll, I'll give it a go so I'm gonna tell you that's the caveat before I tell you that Monday is my favorite day March 7th because we have a really powerful opportunity to get a glimpse of our destiny for the next 18 months like what is the theme for our next 18 months destiny will really reveal itself Monday even into Tuesday a little bit um, but Monday brings a surprise kind of like maverick quality to it where you will there will be something illuminated for you that day where you're like oh I didn't I didn't see it that way like maybe even a couple days ago like I didn't really know that that was what it was so there's a surprise element or a person pops into your life or emails you or texts you or shows up at your door that you weren't expecting there's some sort of like even jester like or trickster like quality to Monday but it's ultimately like it's a signpost for where you're headed the thing that's so powerful about 2022 is that all the way until May of 2023 is that our the work, quote unquote, that we each have to do in our lives has an element of surprise in it for the next 18 months, which people don't. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, God, we've already had too much like out of control 
energy. Why, why do we have to have more surprise? Well, it's an upgrading quality of surprise. So it's an element of surprise that is ultimately here to make you more expansive, more free, more open to experience. <laughs> um, so I don't think I don't look at it as a, a bad thing. But I think it's like, if you thought you knew your life, that's kind of the energy is like, if you thought you knew your life went this way, or if you thought you had it all figured out, quote unquote, or if you thought this was the relationship forever, or you thought you were this kind, this is my type, or I am this kind of person, the beautiful aspect of this next 18 months all the way until May of 2023 is like, you thought you knew, but here's a whole bunch of like entropic, chaotic surprises that are like really forcing, going to force each and every one of us to adjust and expand who we think we are and who we think other people are. Um, I ultimately think for the collective that this is going to be really good. It will have moments of feeling super scary because, again, humans don't love to change very like readily. They generally don't change on their own accord. So Monday gives you a glimpse of like where you need to adjust. Um, be prepared for kind of like hijinks and some fun, weird stuff. Um, that's Monday and Tuesday. Those are my days. I think it'd be interesting to like be in the surprise of it, but also be like calling in what you want next and responding like an improv artist would to a new situation. So if you've ever taken improv, you'll totally get what I'm saying. But the idea of having a partner pop into your life and say, like, we're going to the zoo, you know, as an improv artist, you're like, great, are we going to go see the monkeys? Are we going to go see the baboons? Like, I like their big, crazy butts. Like, that's the improv response. A lot of times we think we are the improv, like we think we're the yes and, like, yes, let's go to the zoo and... But instead, we often are like, "Ooh, I don't, I didn't plan to go to the zoo. I didn't bring all my things. I didn't bring my sunscreen. Like, I don't want to go to the, you know." <laughs> we often resist going to the zoo. Monday's like, "Hey, let's go to the zoo." In one way, shape, or form, in your life, you're going to be asked to go to the zoo. You're not going to be expecting it. And my advice on Monday and the power that Monday affords is like leaning into the yes and. Again, practicing limitation and not throwing yourself all the way into the rose-colored glasses of it, but just like playing with it, playing with the newness that's coming into your life that might feel scary and just kind of seeing where it goes. So it's a really powerful day. The end of the week is a little bit, in my opinion, slightly more challenging. Um, taking a peek at the end of the week. Yeah. It's, it's going to be slightly more challenging at the end of the week. Um, where we're going to, you know, have, uh, we, we luckily, I think it's probably good that we're getting these reality checks every time the moon is in cancer, but we're going to be getting these reality check, this reality check, um, March 13th and March 14th a little bit. So just keep your eyes out for that. Um, the weekend is going to be a little bit, um, uh, of a sobering energy, but also again, we are here. It's kind of good. I like, I like it. It's sobering, but it's also like, this is great. Like sit down with, you know, a, a, a tub of ice cream and cry energy at the end of the week. The more crying you can do in March, the better, okay? Uh, <laughs> this is a really great month to let it go from the body. From the body, not from the mind. You can talk all you want all day long about how you feel, but until you actually feel it in your body, the things aren't going to change. So this is a really powerful time to have an embodied form of purging, an embodied form of um, transmuting your emotions. Um, 
So yeah, it starts off with a bang and it ends with a good cry. So um, good luck this week, March 7th to the 14th. I love each and every one of you. I'm so grateful to be here. There are going to be guests coming up. I'm so excited for the people that are showing up on this podcast. I'm not going to spoil anything quite yet. Um, you may be hearing me solo for a little bit longer, but um, I am so excited to be in dialogue. And um, you can contact me at marvelarex.com. That's M-A-R-V-A-L-A-R-E-X.com. If you want to get a reading or a one-on-one session with me, I do a variety of um, you know, healing arts and esoteric arts. And uh, good luck as we head into uh, the top of the roller coaster ride. All right. We will talk soon. You'll hear from me next Monday. And uh, good luck, everybody. Travel safe.